News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, research from the NHS has shown that the number of people diagnosed with ADHD is up 20% from this time last year alone. And this surge has coincided with a massive growth in the number of women who have slipped through the cracks in childhood, getting screened and diagnosed with the condition now. And CEO of ADHD Ireland, Ken Kilbride, joins us to discuss it. Um, Ken, this this is very interesting. So, so not only are we seeing a, a rise in general, but specifically we're seeing a rise in women. Oh, absolutely, Kira. Um, and uh, you're absolutely right when you were talking about there that, you know, women and girls have slipped through the cracks for the last 20, 30 years. Um, and that's primarily down to the fact that, you know, there's the, still the public perception about ADHD uh, being, you know, young boys bouncing off walls. Yeah. Uh, but we now know that ADHD is primarily uh, genetically driven, uh, which means, you know, in terms of its presentation, you know, it's 50% boys, 50% girls. And so what you find is the prime age for a diagnosis in Ireland um, is at the ages of 8 to 12. But within that age range, uh, boys get diagnosed four times more often than girls. And that just, I say, goes back to that public perception that the people are looking out for the boys. They're not looking out for the girls. Okay. There is that old saying, uh, you know, uh, girls internalise, boys externalise. So the girls internalise their ADHD and don't get picked up. Okay, so, so if boys are being diagnosed four times more, but it's actually 50-50, that means girls are being uh, underdiagnosed by, uh, by a massive factor. We know, how, we yeah. kind of know, I presume, how it presents in boys. As you say, it is maybe a bit of impulsivity or hyperactivity and inattention and, and as you say, bouncing off the walls. Does it present in the same way in, in girls? It generally does, because the most combined, or the most common is what's called the combined presentation of ADHD, which is the attention deficit and the hyperactivity. So they, they present equally in the person. But what you find is girls tend to be much better, particularly at those younger ages, at social camouflaging or uh, things like that um, and masking. Um, so again, they can internalise their ADHD and they can internalise even their hyperactivity. Um, so again, they're not showing and they're not presenting. So they may come across as more inattentive. And so it's the shy girl down the back of the class who's not causing a problem, you know, staring out the window and not paying attention to their lessons. But they as much have ADHD as the boys. So is it the daydreamers, the doodlers, the the ones rather than them, you know, banging on, banging on the desk and and creating loads of noise or what have you? They're just not present. They're just they've drifted off. Their their attention isn't held. Uh, That's probably worrying if we're missing this, though. So that's what we're looking at. Um, again, we would then come. We would say as an organisation, um, because what happens is, you know, the girls are particularly good at masking their ADHD, and um, that increases their levels of anxiety and depression. And um, so, what you find is that you know that uh, there's higher rates of you know um, anxiety and depression in young girls, particularly as they go into puberty. And um, we would say as an organisation that you know, if there is a young girl, 14, 15, 16, presenting for anxiety and depression, we'd say also check for ADHD. And just forgive me for being stupid but why does do the girls having kind of this hyperactivity or, or inattentiveness what why does that make them anxious or depressed and um, because if you look at adhd it's something that goes on in the brain the brain's going on all the time so what you find is that people with adhd have difficulty with the rules of social interactions and uh, so what you find is you know because of the hyperactivity and the impulsivity that goes with condition and uh, there's difficulty you know in terms of you know uh, following conversations uh, drifting in and out of conversations and uh, jumping into conversations, you know, and I have to say it, I have to say it now because of the impulsivity. So they can get in and out of social groups very quickly. 
Um, so for girls, as I say, they're, they're a little bit obviously just more, more mature than boys at particular ages. Um, so they can see these things happening. Uh, they're trying to stick in with their social groups. So they're a bit um, more socially ADHD. awkward. Is, is that kind of it? And it's a bit isolating. Is, is, is that what we're well, saying? Well, it is for all of us. But for girls with ADHD, it's a little bit more awkward. Okay. Okay. Um, if if someone suspects, and obviously we're we're picking it up more in kids now. Certainly, when when I was young, I, I don't remember anybody with a diagnosis of this, but but now obviously yeah. there are lots. But supposing you are an adult now, supposing you are an adult woman, uh, is there where do you go for where do you go for um, I suppose a diagnosis or an assessment or for help? And well, obviously, just we would always say, you know, the, the, the research will show that, you know, once you get the diagnosis and the assessment um, and you get the right treatment, I do need to preface the words right treatment, you know, life outcomes improve. So we would always say to anyone, um, if you have ADHD, certainly go get the diagnosis. Um, and certainly just, you know, um, for ourselves, you know, we would run um, adult support groups and women support groups. And we get tons of women, women coming along and um, primarily in the ages, of, you know, 40 to 45. Um, and they will say to us, look, I just recently got diagnosed. Um, I've been on anxiety and depression medication for the last 20 years. I just found out adult ADHD. So the process tends to be you will go to your GP and they can refer you to your local um, uh, community mental health services. Okay. Now, there isn't a huge amount of services in the HSE. Now, they are working to improve it. Um, so there's a clinic in Limerick, there's a clinic in Sligo, and there's one in Sandyford in Dublin. Um, but you need to live in those catchment areas. All right. Um, after that, with the HSE, it can be, you know, um, it depends if the clinician has training or not, because there isn't a specific clinic there. I, 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 the pres- other op- I presume people can go to ADHD Ireland too and, and find, use you guys as a resource that will steer them in various directions. Oh, God, yeah. We have a big button on our homepage that says, yeah. you know, diagnosis. Look, um, and it, the front page can't miss it. Ken, look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Ken Kilbride, uh, CEO of ADHD Ireland. Let us know, does it resonate with you? 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. I suspect quite a lot of people listening to this this morning go, this is me. Uh, as I say, when we were young, it, it wasn't even a, a diagnosis that I, I think anyone had. But um, I suspect we're going to hear more about this going forward. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.